Hello and welcome to this, the 16th edition of Sound Teaching. The writer James in his epistle in chapter 5 and verse 16 wrote, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Indeed, an effective prayer does much good. However, there are many things that can make a prayer ineffective. And of course, by this, we mean that there are many things that can keep a prayer from being answered. In this edition of Sound Teaching, we're going to to try to identify a few of those things so that they might be avoided. For example, disbelief. In that same epistle in James chapter 1 and verses 6 and 7, the writer states, But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. A lack of faith in the ability or the willingness of the Lord to answer prayer is simply not acceptable to him. His power is total and his mercy to men is also beyond doubt. We are his children. He loves us dearly. He protects us. Sometimes he denies our petitions, but there is no doubt that he listens and wants what is best for us. As parents, we sometimes deny our children's requests. Not everything they ask for is best for them. However, it is typical for a loving parent to listen and consider the request of his children. Our Father in Heaven does no less. And when we ask something of him, we must not doubt his ability or his desire to grant every appropriate request. Also, disobedience sometimes hinders our prayers. In 1 John 3 and verse 22, we are told that whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Now, in this passage, the apostle affirms the power of prayer when he states that we receive whatever we ask of him. Notice the reason for this is because we keep his commandments. The reason for his generous granting of blessings is our obedience. And since this is true, it stands to reason that disobedience will lead to unanswered prayer. After all, it's ludicrous to expect God to give us what we want when we, through rebellion, refuse to render unto Him what He deserves. It's interesting that so many get so upset at God when things go wrong in their lives, or when they sense that God is not answering their prayers, and at the same time, they are openly rebellious or lax, in their service to him. Remember, he grants blessings even to the forgiveness of sins, not because we deserve it, but rather because he loves us. We should remember that as we direct our lives in service to him. The problem of worldliness hinders prayers from time to time. Isaiah 59 and verse 2, But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. The Israelites at that time were complaining, as many do today, that God was not answering their prayers. And the prophet here explains why. It was not because of the unfaithfulness of God, but the rejection of Jehovah by the people. Their lives were caught up in the cares and immorality of the world. No longer did they retain God in their thoughts. And as a result of that, God did not answer their prayers. In the following verses of the passage, Isaiah notes their sins. They were guilty of iniquity or lawlessness. They were liars, murderers, perverted and unjust, deceitful, violent, wasteful. In effect, they were worldly. And it was because of their unfaithfulness that God did not answer their prayer 
not because of God's infidelity. Now, when God's children today get caught up in the worldliness that presses in from every side, their prayer life becomes ineffective and vain. Selfishness sometimes hinders our prayers. Back in the epistle of James, chapter 4 and verse 3, James wrote, You ask and do not receive because you ask it amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. You see, when we request anything in prayer, we need to be careful to examine our hearts so that our motives are not selfish in nature. It's contrary to Christian nature to exhibit selfishness. The idea of gaining privilege to use to your own benefit should be repugnant to any professed child of the Father. It's proper to request blessings from the Father. However, in doing so, we must exhibit maturity and selflessness. To make requests out of selfishness will invalidate our prayers before God. Finally, sometimes an unforgiving spirit can hinder our prayers. In Matthew chapter 6 and verses 14 and 15, you'll remember our Lord's Sermon on the Mount where he said, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. God does not look kindly upon an unforgiving spirit. A man who is unwilling to forgive his fellow man should not expect to receive mercy at the hand of the Lord. Imagine, if you will, a sinful man, imperfect himself, who is unwilling to forgive another imperfect sinful man. Then strive to imagine that same unforgiving and imperfect man going before the throne of the perfect and merciful God and asking forgiveness for his own sins. Such hypocrisy is too often seen in the church of our Lord. Mark this well, if you're not willing to forgive your brother for transgressions committed against you, you will not receive forgiveness before your God. We all need to remember again the type of prayer and man that are acceptable before God. Again, as James said, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.